You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I don't understand. Creepy how? Like, I like a ghost creepy. thing going on? It's definitely not a ghost thing. Did somebody else leave soup at your doorstep? No. Nobody left soup. Somebody left. Did you did you go peeping on somebody else's room no. again? Did you walk into somebody else's apartment? No, there was something. Was I there was, an awkward encounter at your apartment? There are awkward encounters, but that's just every day. Did so you call the fine. police on someone? No, you don't call the police on anybody. No. You just let things happen. No, not even if they're screaming. You just let things play out as they're supposed to play out. You don't well, interfere. I mean, well, that's the life of living in an apartment. That is not. That's the life of a hermit. That's what that is. All right. We need to find out what this is. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. I want to remind everybody, as we are back in back in full swing here after back the week off. Back in action. Back in action. I want to remind everybody, of course... If you're going to be doing any shopping on Amazon, I myself have a couple of uh, Amazon gift cards I need to be using. I'm going to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner right there at the top of the page. Wow, great. Because, that's, a, that's really smart Because you know what? I'm, you know why I'm going to do that? Because A, you know, it's really easy. It's one extra click. And also, it helps out my favorite podcast that I listen to every day. And so I'm going to go there to funemploymentradio.com and click crazy. on that You sound crazy. You listen to our podcast every day? Well, I listen to it as we're doing it. And as you edit it, it's true. Yeah, so yeah, I do. I listen to it. All right, I so to that it quite is, a bit. All right, so you're not lying. No, so you I'm trying to support to our favorite show and by going to funemploymentradio.com and just clicking on the Amazon link. One extra click. That's it. You just, just bookmark one. our page. You go right there. It's like, oh, I'm going to shop on Amazon. Click. Bam. Done. It's on your phone story. or your mobile devices or however you do it in your what tablets. What are you, like British? On your mobile. On your mobile devices. Yes. Uh, all right. So there we go. We've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. I do want to say this. Today is the day, if you've been listening to the show for a while, back at uh, around October-ish, um, Sarah had a birthday of some kind somewhere You know when there. my birthday is. I know yeah, when your birthday in there. is. Last October 9th. It's oh, yeah. true. That's uh, something like that. Um, Sarah received some birthday presents here on the show, and one of them was something that I bought, which was tickets, or were, which was was or were, I don't know which is the right one, uh, which were tickets. I think were. I which don't are know. tickets to. There you go. The Book of Mormon. Yes. The the play, the musical, which is going the to be in Tony town tonight. The Award winning musical. Uh, there are a bunch of us going tonight, and I, I bought Sarah's ticket for her. So it's going to be tonight uh, here in Portland, Oregon. There, I don't even know where it's at. Uh, Schnitzer, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, we should probably figure Portland that out. Portland Center Stage, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, I've got it somewhere. I've got the directions. So it is tonight, and going to see Book of Mormon, which I'm excited about, except, I mean, there's what. It's kind of one of those things where you kind of already know exactly how it's going to play out. So I don't know how bit. it's going to play out. All I know is that uh, yeah, I mean, I know one song from it. It's like the Ding Dong Hello song, and that's all that I know about Book of Mormon. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think that's in the actual play. I mean, it's... What do you mean it's not in the actual I'll, play? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. At the end of the show, why don't I just give you a little rundown? So I don't no want you to give me a rundown. I want to be surprised I'll tonight. give you a little rundown because I, I've talked about this before with musicals. I'm not a big musical fan. It's not really my thing, um, although I do I do like this because it's you know the South Park guys, but I've heard it's not very South Parky, um, and I kind of you can they're all pretty much the same. Like a- you can kind of predict what everything is. I'll I'll explain it to you. Okay. I'll tell you I'll tell you what it's about. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll explain it at the end. It's it's going to be a little bit of a spoiler, but at least it'll prepare you so you're not getting overexcited about what you're about to see. Oh, so I'll, I'll explain it to you here in a little bit. But before we get to all that stuff, let's get back to what we were talking about at, this, at the top of the show. Now, Sarah lives yes. in an apartment complex, a, an apartment building. If you will. In southeast Portland, Oregon. What's the Oregon. difference between a complex and a building? Okay, I can explain that. A complex would be multiple outside doors that you can get into the apartment. There so are. like. Yeah, but no, okay, the direct door to your apartment is does not go outside, does it not? Or, no. or does it? Yeah. See, if you have a direct door to outside, but yet you're surrounded by apartments, almost like a motel, that's an apartment complex. Oh. And there could be a series of those. You have your own door to the outside world. Now, an apartment building, you walk in, there's just one or two main en- you know, entrances. Maybe there's more than one entrance All right, to the but building, let me ask you this. But so everybody has their own Entrance, like inside there, inside down hallways. But not everybody does. My apartment's actually weird because some people have outside and That's inside entrances. Okay. So it's part complex, That's part building. Not, that does not work that way. No, that is still an apartment building. Okay. It's one solid structure. It's one building versus a complex you know, you each have your uh, your own door to the outside world. That's the that's the stipulation. Thank you for there the can rules, be Greg. a few exceptions to the rule, sure. but mostly not. Okay. So yeah, you live in an apartment building. Okay. Just to clarify in my that apartment for you. building. Yes, Thank in you. your apartment Thank building. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. So you live in an apartment building, and you ha- there's there's I don't know how many units, a, a ton of units that in your in your apartment building, and Sarah lives down a hallway in one of those at the end where she frequently um, doesn't speak to neighbors or if she does, she no. encounters them. It's very awkward. Always aren't for speaking. They're for traveling. Yeah, but until you do speak to them and then it's always very awkward. You also I'm have... Not, I'm not impolite. Like, I'll do like a smile or like a hey... Hey, like I don't. I'm not just like. How are you? What's your name? Blah blah blah. What are you going to have for dinner? Like nobody uh-huh. wants to have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody does. And then you also will listen to other people's conversations in your apartment. Building. I will not listen to their conversations if they're drifting out into the hallway and I'm in my apartment and I can hear them. That means that they're making noise loud enough for me to hear them in my apartment. I'm not pressing my ear against their door. I kind of picture you doing that, like I'm old not. timey with like a funnel, like holding it up to the with wall. A funnel? What yeah. are you like a hundred? Jesus. Yeah, that's how I picture you though, with a funnel up to your wall, like listening in on what the neighbors are doing. Like I don't want to snooping. I don't want to know what my neighbors are doing. I would honestly, I, I quite literally have zero interest. But you are kind of a snooper, so no, I could I don't picture you know. wanting to I don't, know. I don't want to know. I would just mother, much rather like just live my little life in my teeny tiny apartment. And you watch way people. too much Lifetime television for me to believe that. I just can't believe that. I think you're curious about what's going on. I'm. I really am not because then that means I have to be invested. I have to be committed, and I don't want to be because what if I overhear something I'm not supposed to? Like what if they're like, all right, we're going to murder her at midnight. You know, and they're planning a murder on somebody, and then I'm like, well, fuck, I was listening, so now it's my responsibility to do something about this, and then it would be my... So you'd rather they plan the murder, and you just don't know about it. You you don't want to get involved. Yes. (laughs) So you don't care about the fact that someone's going to get murdered, and if you had listened in, you could have prevented it. Yeah, if it means me not listening to my neighbors, (laughs) which is so creepy. I hope nobody does that to mine. I mean, all they'd hear is a bunch of, like, American Horror Story and, like, Bob Dylan records. That's about it. But still, like... No, I no, I, I it is not my responsibility. I'm not going to put my ear up to the wall and listen. I have never listened to I've, I've lived in many apartment buildings. I've never listened. You've to never eavesdropped on somebody in another room? <coughs> no. Huh. Oh, of note too, really quick. Sarah's got a cold going on. I still have a little bit of one, but she's got she's got quite a quite one going on. So just so you guys know, she's powering through right now. Yeah. Um 
You've never done that. You've never listened into somebody else. Never. Oh no, I don't want to. It's too close. Like this is my room. It's like it's mm-hmm. you know it's a studio. So I mean it's, it's yeah kinda it's a small. studio apartment. I, I don't want to make it any. Yeah, I don't want to share any more of my space. Like if I listen to what's going on on the other side, it's like I have like roommates or something. I don't oh want that. okay, all right. Like this is just like my own private world where uh-huh. nobody talks to me my and I don't own talk to them. Private world. <laughs> and there we go. Yes. I'll write a musical about that. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Well, that's uh, anyway. You you have uh, become involved in some people's lives though, because you have the person who left packages, you know, down there at, uh, at the left packages for like months at the end of the hallway. Oh there yeah. There was that person. Didn't know if she was dead. There was the cat lady. That's from years ago. We She's she, definitely dead. Well, you don't know that for a fact. You say that as though you were at her funeral. You just know that she was there one Nobody day and was then she wasn't. Probably at her funeral. She was really mean. Yeah, but you just know she was there and then she wasn't there. She could have moved. Okay, and all yet, I know is if she lived there for like 15 statement. years and all of a sudden one day, like, you know, it starts to smell progressively worse and then one day, like, there are a whole <laughs> bunch of, um, you know, like, workers in there doing construction and ripping flooring out. I was saying it looked a little suspect. She was quite old and she was very mean. But I like how you just say, nope, she's dead. You don't know that she's dead. You have no idea. You have no concrete proof of well, that. Well, I don't know that she's not dead. Well, so, I mean, why, who am I to assume that she's still alive when I could also be assuming that she might be, you know, the dead? All right. I think well, it's rude either true. way. Like, you also, at one point, and I believe we played this on some of the best ofs that we played last week, you went into the basement of this room where there are storage units and of the, of the apartment building, and you went into a room that you should not have gone into because well, it was still, no one's apartment uh, except for it doesn't seem like... There. No, you went into a room because it wasn't locked, and you opened a door well, and you the went door into... Was a, the door was ajar. Uh-huh. And you went snooping in someone's room. I didn't go snooping. Room. I went exploring to make sure that there wasn't anybody in there in trouble. <laughs> it was a room in the basement, probably a worker's room, where they could stay and hang out during the day while they're doing maintenance or a maintenance room or something like that. And Sarah went pilfering through all of their I belongings. I did not pilfer anything. I didn't even touch anything. I just went into the room, made sure that there wasn't anybody being held uh-huh. captive uh-huh. against their against their will. All right. I felt like that was very kind of me. Right. So made sure to look in all the nooks and crannies to make sure nobody was being <laughs> such a snooper held hostage. You are such a snooper. Well, anyway, you've done all these all of these different things, many different things at this apartment complex. But today, you came in and said something really creepy happened. Something weird happened, and I don't and know because I haven't allowed myself to think about it very much because I think it's I think it's creepy. I know. Okay, it's probably creepy, but I like since I live in my apartment, like I didn't want to overthink it, so I'm just like, oh, we'll just talk about it tomorrow. Okay. I was actually going to post something on Facebook. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'll just I'll save it for the show, just to see what. Greg or and and what everybody else thinks. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, it's kind of weird. This has never happened before. So I've lived in my apartment. What the hell? What went on? So I've lived there for, I think it's been, what, 11? It's been four years now, I think, that I've lived in my apartment. Four or five. I can't, I don't know how long. This has never happened to me before. So last Friday, so so today's Tuesday. Tuesday, January 12th. Last Friday... I was uh, getting ready because I was going to Seattle for the whole weekend for my sister's baby shower, which was taking place on Saturday and Sunday. So last Friday, I was in the laundry room of my apartment building, which is down a few staircases and uh, down in the basement. Okay. It's a shared laundry. It's a shared laundry facility. Okay. Like nobody leaves their stuff in there. You just go in there like, you know, six six or seven washers and like six or seven dryers. Okay. And so you can, you know, you pay to, to do your laundry. And so I did my laundry on Friday, 
Friday afternoon, and then that's when I and then you know I packed up all my stuff and then didn't go back down there ever you know after Friday at all. I'm like, all right, did my laundry? Oh, you left your stuff down there? No, no, no. I, I packed up all my stuff. And Wait, you did your laundry, brought it back up, packed your stuff. Yeah, I never leave my laundry down there. I mean, cause, like, yeah, I know, was going to say, that's a bad idea. No, no, it's like a college dorm. Like, you don't leave your yeah. shit in the laundry room. So I did my laundry and and brought it back up, you know, left for the weekend. Everything's fine. So get back Sunday evening, you know, all day, you know, like, you know, stay the night at my apartment Sunday night, wake up Monday, you know, come here, do the show, do everything. We have some meetings. So after the show, I get back to my apartment and it's it's kind of down a hallway, and nobody really nobody sees me go in or out of my apartment. We've talked about this before. Yeah, you you're the creepy person at the I end of the hallway. I make sure that no, like if I hear someone coming, I'll make sure not to open my door just so that people they don't know specifically which apartment I'm going into. And and I really believe you do that because you're that I kind do. of person. Why am I, you're that paranoid. Why, well, it's not paranoid. I mean, I just, no, that's that's that that's paranoia. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I just that's, don't want people to know where that's I live. exactly paranoia. I, I don't that is, like it. That is probably a, the definition of paranoia. So it's any- not paranoid. I just don't want people to know where I live. Like, okay. So anyway, so I had done my laundry on, on Friday. I've been gone, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, home Sunday, uh, home, you know, during the morning on Monday, come home uh, in the early evening. It's Tuesday now. So it's Tuesday now. So this was yesterday, early, after, like late afternoon, early evening. Okay. I, you know, turn, get into my apartment complex, walk upstairs, turn the corner of my apartment, and I see something hanging from my doorknob. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So that maybe it was a package or something. And I walk closer to my doorknob and I see that it's my bathing suit top. (laughs) Now, let me say this. I remember I specifically took out my bathing suit top on Friday afternoon when I was doing my laundry. This was afternoon because we, you know, we had done the best of. So I was like at home. I'm like getting a bunch of stuff done before the weekend. And I'd taken I was like, oh, okay. So I took that out before I threw all my clothes in the dryer so it wouldn't warp it. And I set it on a shelf down there, and I must have left it down there. This was on Friday. You left your bathing suit top after washing it down in the laundry room on Friday. On Friday afternoon. It's not one that I hardly ever wear. I just, my friend, uh, like I went and hung out with some friends, and uh, one of their friends had a pool. So I had gone swimming, and I wanted to get the chlorine out. So I washed the top. I set it down there. I, for, I forgot about it because I had just dried my clothes and I was in a hurry. So then I just grabbed all my dry clothes, threw them in my laundry basket and gone, left my bathing suit top downstairs on Friday afternoon. I come home yesterday afternoon. Monday. Monday afternoon in an apartment complex with hundreds of doors. Yeah, there's a lot of units in this there building. There was nobody. Multiple floors. There was nobody down there oh. doing their laundry while I was down there. Because you just all you do is you you know go down, bring the laundry down, put in the quarters, you know like let it run. I, just, I go down a grand total of three times. I go down once to put in the laundry, once to take the laundry out of the washer, put it into the dryer, once to take it from the dryer and put and bring it back upstairs. In the course of two hours, and I got home yesterday and there it was. My bathing suit top was just hanging from my doorknob. What? Okay, let's. Get through this. All right. I'm I looking have, in the live chat okay, right now. I'm not now. looking in the live chat because I'm just trying Fun to get through this. Yeah. slash live uh, if you're a live subscriber. So people are in the chat commenting on this. Edward said you could have dropped it. I can see that. However, why would they wait for two days to I put it onto I, your- I didn't Or three it. days. No. Three days. Why? I wouldn't have dropped it. I remember taking it out of my laundry and setting it on the shelf. But even if you had grabbed it 
three holding on to it for three days before they and put I would it, have stepped over it like if I would have dropped it like I mean you could have dropped it that okay. is a theory well, okay. that is a possibility but I'm saying if you had done it if you had brought it back and you had dropped it and you just kept walking to your apartment why would they hold on to it a know where it belonged unless they saw you go in and then that means they would have picked it up sees me go in because I'm crazy but somebody could see you go in okay. uh, well, somebody knows exactly where I your know. bathing suit top belongs, so somebody knows where you live. You need to get over this idea. You need to get over this that nobody could ever see me go in. You live in an apartment building. People know where you are. But the creepy part is somebody either knows that was your bathing suit by looking at it because they've seen it before. Nobody has ever seen me in a bathing suit in my building before. And it's a fairly new bathing suit top. I've I've hardly worn it. But they knew it belonged to you. So either you dropped it, you pick, you did pick it up, and you brought it back. Here's, I'm just going to give you multiple theories here. Either you picked it up, you you just don't remember. You picked it up, you threw it on top of your laundry, you walked back to your room, and you dropped it. That means whoever found it had to have seen you go into your apartment building. There's lots of men and women that live in that building. Why would they have any idea who that belonged to? Unless they saw you go into your room and then picked it up and then took it back to their own room for three days doing God knows what and then brought it back on Monday and put it on your doorknob as a little gift. That's one possibility. Another possibility. um, I'm just saying. I'm saying, dude. So you think like when I brought it up, like I could have thrown it on top of my clothes. Maybe it fell in front of my apartment door and like. I shut the door behind me and locked it, and somebody picked it up and just hoarded it for a few days. That's probably the least because creepy I solution up, I could come up because with. Because I ended up leaving, like, you know, 20 minutes after I finished my laundry, because that was why I was waiting to leave. I'm like, all right, let's get this done. So I grabbed my laundry, brought it all up, you know, packed the rest of my bag, and then I left. So, I mean... Where did it... How would they know where it goes? But I carry my laundry in front of me, too. Like I Okay, seen... I know you're upset. You should be thinking this is what happened because that's the least creepy What, that solution. somebody was holding on to my bathing suit top for three days and doing God knows what with it? That's supposed to make me comfortable? Yes, because here's another alternative. Oh, God. They found it down in that basement, and they knew where it belonged because they've seen it before. They didn't... How else would they know where it's supposed to go unless they saw you carrying laundry in there? That is the least creepy answer. This this other version, that means they went down into the laundry room at some point, saw that bathing suit top, and, it's a very and looked at it and thought, oh, yeah, I know who that belongs to. Well, because it is a very, like, it's, it's it's a unique bathing suit top. So I don't know, like, it isn't like, you know, just... Do you have a swimming pool at your apartment complex? No. Do you parade around in your swimsuit ever? Never. Have you ever worn a swimsuit into the building or out of the building? No. Then that means they've seen it before somewhere and knew it belonged to you. How would there they are multi- possibly seen me? Well, that's where it gets creepy. Oh, stop it. That's where it gets really... <laughs> How did they? just a guess. A guess out of uh, like a hundred units in your you building? Know what, you know what I bet it was? You know what I bet it was? I bet it was my nice neighbor, the, the lesbian lawyer who's next to me. And I bet that she saw it and she knew it belonged to me. How does she know it belongs to you? Because it's like, it, it's like black and white striped and has some like... Um, 
like leopard print on it. Like it looks like something I I, I would wear. <laughs> Wait, you're saying she this saw that and happened. guessed? Just, and so she she knew out I was of going like out of town. 150 people that live in that building, she guessed. Oh, I know who that belongs to. That belongs to the weird hermit girl that's next door to me. She sure, think that I'm makes a weird sense. Hermit girl, she thinks I'm nice. That is not what happened. And then she hung on to it. She's like, oh, shit, Sarah's, it sounds like Sarah's out of town. I might as well hang on to this for her. And then when she gets back, I'll just gently place it on her doorknob to make sure that she doesn't lose it. And this isn't creepy at all. That is not what happened. That is exactly what happened. That is not what happened. I'm I'm asking her today. You ask her. I am. Yeah. See if you can find out. I mean, if if it did, either way, that's still weird that she held on to it for three days. That's still strange. It is not strange. She didn't want it to get stolen. Then how... But she left it there when you weren't home. Well... How would she know when you were coming back? Because I was back? home Sunday night, so maybe she knew that I was home. <laughs> and she's like, all right, she's back. Now I can give her back her her top. <sighs> this is really weird. Who's been in your apartment? Nobody. Nobody. Then how do they know? I don't know. I don't let anybody in my apartment. It's just me. As you've said, yes, I'm a hermit. Oh, boy. This is really disturbing. It's basically my music, Netflix, and clothing closet that I live in. Uh, let's see if we if anybody in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you are listening live, you can always hop in there and uh, leave a theory in the chat, and then we'll get back to it. If you have a theory, <laughs> go ahead and post those in there. Or if you're listening via podcast, you can email them. We'll get them later, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. But I am uh, I am curious how uh, what some other theories are, because that's really, I'm going to say the most likely is somebody saw you drop it and they went and held on to it for three days. All right, but it's still because I. Well, I guess it, it. I mean, I could smell it. Smelled like clean laundry. Maybe they washed it again. They did not wash it again. I don't know, man. It's weird. That is weird. And you're swearing. If you they didn't... could get into my apartment, wouldn't they have just put it back into my apartment? No, they wanted you to know. Oh. It's a calling card. That's what they're doing. It's not a calling Somebody left card. a calling card to say, hey, don't worry about it. I know what's going on. Yeah, and they, they, there was a calling card. It was. That's like, what you got here. It's a classic calling card. I do have to say, when I saw it, my, uh, I wasn't like, oh, good, there's my bathing suit top. Like, my stomach kind of dropped. I'm like, why the fuck is that hanging from my doorknob? No, that's so weird. It was. That's so creepy. It was so creepy. <sighs> it's three days later, and it's hanging from my doorknob. And I was there in the morning. Like, I was only gone for four hours, maybe, before we had to go back for our other meeting. So came here, did, did the show, did all the, uh, the prep for the other stuff, then so went somebody back. somebody dropped it off in that four hours? Within that four hours. Oh. Gross. Between, like, no, I guess it was, like, six hours. Between, like, ten and four. Have you had any kind of interactions that you can think of with people in the building that you're just not remembering? There was one Have person. you dismissed some people? Have you been dismissive of anyone? There was one person. Who was I've it? I've only opened my door twice. The first time was when it was a PGE spammer person. I've talked about this who was able to talk their way into the building. The second time, actually, it happened a couple of weeks ago, and it was kind of weird. What? what? Wait, somebody knocked on your door? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What? It was some weird, you know, new kid who had moved into my building from California. And he was like knocking on my door, and I was like afraid something was wrong. And my my apartment looks like a, it 
like there's a fucking clothing hurricane in it. Okay. Like, yeah. I just got back from Christmas. Like everything is everywhere. So I guess it was right before after Christmas. So the he wait, how are you leaving this detail out? So this guy came up and knocked on your door. Mm-hmm. Okay, you open the door. I open the door. Just a crack. I just. Opened I'm surprised you even opened it. I know. I just thought the only reason I did is because I thought it might be an emergency because it's only the second time in five years that somebody's <laughs> knocked on my door. So, um, and he's just like, hey, I think, uh, he's like, I think that your, your sink, like he started looking around me and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm like, what's up? He's like, I think your sink, your sink is leaking, uh, into my living room. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, first of all, I was just in my kitchen, just cleaned under my sink, not leaking. And he's like, well, you know, are, and he was confused at what side of the building it was. Like he kept, he kept calling like this. He's like, no, 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 you're on the, you're on the Hawthorne side of the building. I'm like, no. No, I'm not. This is you're confused. This is the different side. Yeah. He was kind of like standing close to my door, but I mean, I was like holding it firmly. Like, wait, he was trying to get in? No, he wasn't trying to get in, but he kind of did like a little look thing. Oh, all right, keep going. So then he was like trying to describe where he was. He's like, no, 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 are you on? Are you are you on this side of it? And I'm like, no, that's the apartment over there. I'm like, I'm I'm not above you. And he's like, okay. I'm like, and he's like, do you know them? I'm like, nope, don't know them. And my sink isn't isn't leaking, so I don't know. And so he's like, okay, I don't know. We just moved into the building. I'm like, oh, great. But that was it. That was like uh, two weeks ago. The guy started trying to peek into your room? Well, no, he was just like, hey, I think that because I had a leak in my, whatever, I'm not going to make any any excuses for the douchebag. Yes, he was kind of looking. He was like, hey, I think your sink is leaking. Like, looking, maybe and he was like peeking the, behind. I think maybe we could see. Okay, the number one, leaking sink. that's fucked up. You don't do that to somebody. Yeah, you do not like, walk and open and, and knock on somebody's door and then try to peek into their apartment. That would, I can tell you right now, for me personally, that would really piss me off. Um, number two, you don't, you don't instantly accuse someone of uh, your sink is leaking in my apartment. And yeah, you call the building manager. That's that's what they well, do. What I'm saying is like, I call the building manager and they're not answering. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you because if it's and what the fuck would you be able exactly. to do anyway? I'm like, well, my my shit isn't leaking, and I'm just like, I think it's that apartment. And he's like, oh no, the, he's like, I've been knocking on their door, and nobody's answering. I'm like, because you're going around knocking on people's doors, dude. <clears throat> I know, I'm like, I I don't know what to tell you. I can't solve this for you. I'm like, do you have and I'm like, do you have the number for the landlord? And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to call. I'm like, well, that's the number that you're supposed to call. So I don't know. Oh, boy. That, that's, that makes me mad. Yeah. And then right. I like shut and locked my door. But here we go, though. Here's the thing. We got ourselves a culprit. That's for sure. Okay. So here's what's going on. That guy, you just said your room is like a tornado of clothes. Yes. So there's a very distinct possibility he could have seen. That bathing suit in there, there when he was looking, not. isn't there? No, there is. Could that bathing suit have been on the floor? <sighs> Does that guy, did that guy say he lives in the basement? Did he just come up and get a look at your belongings while he's trying to peek around there saying, oh, there's a leaky faucet and he saw it? I mean, that is not. I don't know, man. That sounds like a culprit. I don't feel well, and you're messing with me. God damn it. I'm just saying, we don't have any other suspects. I don't think you could have saw it. Saw it. But now I'm so nervous, like, now. God damn it. (laughs) I don't think you could have seen it. Oh. You opened the door to him, and he was peeking around you, looking in your room, where you had clothes all over the ground. I mean, come on. If this were like a tel- a lifetime movie, wouldn't this be the suspect? 
Wouldn't this be who you would go back to and think, oh, wait a minute, that guy looked in there. He would have had a chance to take a look. (sighs) Country private investigator, which, of course, as we know, is what I'm known as here in the city. Country PI may have just uh, broken this case wide open. I don't think it did. Did he tell you where where his apartment was? (laughs) Well, I know where it is because he thought that mine was above his and it wasn't. Uh, Did he? Because I know what you're talking about as far as the sides of the building. You'd have to be a real idiot not to not to understand which side of the building you're on. Mm. I've I've been I've I've been to well, your apartment he's, building. But he's new. There's only four walls. Like it's not that complicated <laughs> to understand which side you would be on. Which street side you would be okay, on. Stop making me think that I'm gonna be robbed blind by this hipster douchebag that moved into oh, my building. Oh man. We need to find out more about this guy. So, he just moved in. We do. I'll find out his name. I know. Uh, I need to find out his apartment number, and we'll find out his name, and then we'll find out everything about him. Okay. All right. Because I just we got a definite culprit, though. You got to be you know careful because he's it? already left his calling card. You know how I can do it? Somebody legally distinct from me. This is totally a joke, but um, a lot of times when I get home, it's the same time that the mailman's opening the you know the giant uh, like mailbox door. And if I figure out exactly where the space is for what his apartment is, then I can find out his last name. And then I can find them <laughs> because it's all, they're all taped inside of the mailboxes. Well, you just stand there hovering over the mailman while you and and peek and snoop. Well, if it's to, if now you've convinced me that that weird guy is trying to break into my apartment. Oh boy, he wouldn't be able to find anything. We got a anymore. real real deal on our hands here. Oh man, he's already seen the inside. No, that wasn't that. Sure, that's it. I'm going with my neighbor. I bet she's like, oh, I think that looks like Sarah's. Oh, no. No, no. This is far worse than I think you realize. Will you stop it? <laughs> God, I live alone. Oh, wait, it is, it is damn creepy, though. You have it to admit. And also, that is really weird. The, I'm sorry. It all ties together. If I were writing a movie, which I will, however this ends. Uh, this Are is, you kidding I'm me? That is like not even nice to say. <laughs> no, I I think we've got it. We got ourselves a suspect. All right. Well, you do a little more investigating. Well, I need some sleuthing. I know that he's new. Let to me the in. Let me no, in. No, no. Let me knock on some doors. No. Let me dress up and I'll g- walk around with a notepad and just say I'm doing a little investigating. A little investigative reporting. Yeah, yeah. I don't get his name and number. I'll uh, you know, I'll I'll try to interrogate him a little bit, find out a little bit more info, make him uh, make him get a little bit nervous. I think we'll I think we'll be able to solve this thing. All right. Well, since I am not feeling well, and I've had about a thousand cups of tea. Are you saying you want to take a quick break? I want to play a little Paul the Octopus. Paul the Octopus music. How? What a coincidence yeah, that we're playing it? Paul the Octopus right now for absolutely no reason. While Sarah walks out of the room for about um, a it's minute frozen. and a half. Uh, well, I, I guess guess evil. there's no Paul the Octopus right now. Just gotta sit here for another half hour. We'll play some rain rainfall, some soul. waterfall music. That's what we'll do while we're waiting. <laughs> All right. Oh, Sarah. Yes, you don't have shoes on in the studio. No. You. I don't feel well. But that, that. What does that have to do with taking your shoes off in here? It makes me this feel is bad. a professional broadcasting studio, and you're in here with your shoes off and your half-eaten orange. <sighs> All right, you're gonna have to play Paul the Octopus because my computer's frozen. Well, how long do you think this is going to take you? It's not gonna. How long of a break are we talking about? Are we talking about a Paul the Octopus kind of break? Or are we talking about a computer just shut down? So are we are we talking about a little bit of an extended 
a, a double, a twofer. Oh, that was a glare that I just got right there. Um, all right. In all honesty, that is that is damn creepy. What is going on with her apartment? I I don't know. I would be pretty worried about it if I were her. Um, yeah, it's being noted in the live chat. Orange peels and feet. The best of sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing that I've got a little bit of a cold too. But uh, this is uh, this is Sarah when she's acting like this. I can also guarantee you after we get off air, she's going to freak out on me for um, filling her head full of these ideas that somebody's going to be stalking her and leaving it on there. But I really think that might be happening. I need to get in there and I need to do a little investigating of my own. I want to find out who this guy is. We'll get to the bottom of it. We'll set a case. We'll set a case file. I'll start one right now and uh, and we'll get to the bottom of it. On that note, uh, if you have any cases you'd like to be cracked, or if you have anything that you think you need, uh, you know, need worked on, would be in need of some private investigative work. I am for hire, if need be, and so you can just uh, send an email to funemploymentradio at gmail dot com, attention country pi, and and I'll uh, I'll see what I can do to get on the case. Why is uh, why is it saying in the live chat right now? I'm just going to go here to the uh, to the live chats. Rick says, assume that Greg dressing up will consist of him roaming the apartment halls wearing a bikini top. If you are uh, that's what you're wanting to uh, to picture. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not really sure what you think about that. Uh, Edward in the live chat says, uh, as a paranoid person, my myself, uh, Greg deserves whatever Sarah gives him. I'm just following the facts. It's a trail of facts, and I'm just putting the pieces together. You know, I, I'm not the one who left the uh, bathing suit top on our door, but there it is. Oh, look who's back in the room. Look who came back there. Oh, did your computer unfreeze? Google Chrome quit unexpectedly. That's oh, all right. right all right. Well, why don't we do this? Let's go to a little bit of, um, since you were going to do some World of Crazy, why don't we do some ball talk? But to wrap this up, though, you need to get me a couple pieces of information. You need to get me his name. Okay. And you need to, I guess that's the main thing, because that's our number one suspect. You also need to be vigilant, stay vigilant, keep an open eye, and assume somebody's been going in and out of there. Leave like a a trap, like put some, tape some hair over the door, do one of those old things to see if anybody's getting in there when you're not there. And and, and let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. Hmm. Do you have a camera? Do you have any hidden cameras at all? I don't. Okay, because that would be another I'm, good way. I'm definitely we could, not going to buy one. Okay, well that'd be another way to to definitely solve it. I mean, if you're the country guy, you should probably have that kind of stuff. Try go. You another thing you could do: do some laundry. Leave a dummy bathing suit top down there. See what happens. Go do some more laundry. Just leave one down there. One you don't care about if it, if it gets lost. See what happens. Which I am really grateful for the person who brought up that bathing suit top. You probably shouldn't be. You probably shouldn't be. I, I don't think grateful is really what you should be calling that. Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's what he wants. He's leaving you a treasure, saying, "Look what I found." Well, next time to get another to knock on my door. Did you get my treasure? Yeah, yeah. Oh. There's going to be a note in your mailbox. You can't do that. Why not? Because the mailboxes are locked front. You can't. You drop mail in them. Mm-mm. There's not a slot. No, it isn't a high it's school It's going to be slidden underneath your door. Slidden underneath? Slidden underneath. Slidden underneath It'll be door. slidden. That's a technical sleuthing term. And yeah, they're going to slide been, it under your door. It could have been slidden under my door and like gone underneath like my bookshelf, and I've never seen it. <sighs> Boy, it's the kind of case that gets, gets the juices flowing. I'm Greg Nibbler. Well, let's talk balls. balls. All right, we've got a little, little bit of ball talk here. Don't talk about your juices. <laughs> 
Gets my sleuthing juices flowing. First up, um, college football playoffs concluded last night, and my prediction was 100% correct. Alabama won the national championship. No, I predicted this before the playoffs even started. Not because I root for Alabama, but because I just figured they were going to win, and sure enough, they won. Well, you took a real risk there. So if anybody did uh, place any bets on that, uh, betting that Alabama would win, based on my um, extremely knowledgeable advice, please send a tithing to Fun Employment Radio. You can send that in. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, I got a, got a little, little smattering of balls, a little this, a little that. Uh, let's go to some, some NFL news. We'll go to some NFL news. And it has to do with this. Now, this offseason is when... Possibly three fan bases of NFL teams are going to be heartbroken over the fact that their team is going to leave them. Because the NFL apparently has plans. I mean, we've known that they're going to be moving some teams to L.A. Sure. Because there are no teams in Los Angeles right now. Haven't been for like 20 years, something like that. 25 years. Last time the Raiders were there. And they are... They have plans to move not one, not two, but three teams... To L.A. That is extreme overkill, as far as I can see. I do not believe Los Angeles is going to support three NFL teams. It will be very confusing for them. Well, well, by which one you would choose? Yeah. 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 Real tough. Real tough. Three NFL teams uh, most likely going there. However, they were supposed to vote on this on Tuesday or Wednesday, as far as the owners were, as far as uh, who's going to go. They might delay that. For another couple of weeks to get everything in motion. But it looks like the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Rams are all three going to be playing in Los Angeles next year. Ooh, really? Yeah. So Oakland's going to lose the Raiders. St. Louis is going to lose the Rams. That one sounds pretty for sure that that's going to happen. And San Diego's going to lose the Chargers. For San Diego fans, it's not that far yeah. to go to the LA game. But for everybody else, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen. All right, moving on to ball talk. It's appropriate balls. So I'm just trying to give some some information. Trying to, trying to you know, get you get it in there. Uh, next uh, little thing here. We've got RG3. Now, Sarah, do you know who RG3 is? Since Star Wars. <laughs> that is C-3PO. Oh. I believe you are. Or R2-D2. RG, RG3 is the... Uh, um Re- Reggie Reggie? Nope. Ryan? Nope. I don't know. What's another R name? Robert? Yeah, there we go. You're on the track. Ooh. Robert Roberts? RG3. Robert Green? No. Greg? No. George? No. Grape? No, it's not Grape. He's yeah. a spokesperson for Subway. Subway. All I know is the molester guy. He's not a molester guy. No, as far I, know. As I know. That's all I know. This is the, as a spokesperson. From yeah, yeah. I will not. I will not conflate RG three with being a molester. I do not believe that's the case. He is a kind of a sad sack though. Right now. All right, Robert Griffin the third, oh. quarterback for the Washington Football Team in the NFL. Well, at least he was. So RG three when he came into the league, a what was he on his fourth year? He was supposed to be the next big star. And he actually played really well his rookie season. Then he got an injury, and then since then, it's just kind of been a continuous downfall. 
of him from being this top marquee name to where now he lost his job this year. He didn't even play it down. His backup took over for him and, and got is now the starter. The, in in essence, he's going to be the the franchise quarterback mm-hmm. who was his backup, Kirk Cousins. So now RG three is probably going to be cut this year. Oh. So he's going to be released over in the offseason because they don't really have a need for him. So that's that's been known. And when Washington lost in their game over this last weekend, he cleaned out his locker and took everything except for two things that he left in his locker. He left two things. One was an inspirational, uh, looks like a, some little inspirational poster that says, I can do all things. All right. Does it have like a cat hanging from a clothesline or it's something? It's got a picture of like a ca- uh, like an Arizona highway. Oh, okay. And then something about God. I can't quite read that one. And then the other one is a giant poster that has this thing. You've probably seen this somewhere before where it's this inspirational huge line thing. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. You know, it's one of those memes that you see like like 19-year-old college girls post. That's... Not that I'm friends with 19-year-old college girls. On, well, yeah, I mean, that I'm was, friends that with them on Facebook. Specific. If I'm friends with them on Facebook, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's a, People friend me on Facebook, and sometimes I see what they... <sighs> anyway, uh, he, he left that in his locker room, and he taped it onto it so that everybody could see it as he, as he walked out. Wow. With his box. He sure showed them. Yep, he showed them. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a ball talk. Uh, let's go to this. Let's go, let's go to this one. Let's get out of that topic. Um, we'll do this as our final topic today because I know we're we've got we've got a couple more things to do. So, Tom Brady has just given us another reason to dislike him. It's Tom Brady, quarterback of the New England Patriots, married to supermodel Giselle Bunchin or whatever her name is. Winner of, what is he, won four, five Super Bowls, a billion. A billion. A billion Super Bowls. Has now come out and said this, that uh, in an interview on the Dennis and Callahan show, I'm not sure what that is, must be some show in the Northeast, he said that I have never had any coffee or anything like that, I just never tried it. He's never drank coffee once in his entire life. That's a weird thing to say. It's a strange thing, but here's what else. He also says him and his wife, this is their diet. They don't eat white sugar, white flour, MSG, caffeine, fungus, dairy, nightshades, which are tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, and mushrooms. And they drink no soda or, and eat no cereal. What do they eat? That, they didn't say what he does eat. <laughs> But that is what they don't eat. They don't. They ban all of that stuff from their household. This is what he says. Weird. That's that's what it is. Yeah, fungus was specifically said. I guess I'm assuming that's weird because he already specified mushrooms. But yeah, fungus. Talking about like corn, like that kind of stuff. I guess I don't know what other. I don't know. To be honest, 
I mean, if you're already saying mushrooms, what other fungus? There are other funguses. Fun, fungi would fungi. What other fungi would you be eating? Wait, that sounds right. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not a fungus expert. Don't really care for mushrooms too much myself. Oh, can you just stop talking about it now? Breast of it though. He's a weirdo, man. Yes, he's the weirdo. Yep. All right, there we go. Tom Brady, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It was a very short ball. Short ball talk. That's all right, Greg. They were real good. Yes. Real good stuff. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know something that is going to be a lot of fun coming up, Sarah? Tell me. On January 28th. January 28th. That's a Thursday, I hear. That's a Thursday in Mm -hmm. 2016. Yeah. Falls on a January 28th in 2016. Falls on a Thursday. And that is going to be when we have our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Our first bingo night of 2016. Yes, indeed. It is going to be at the Landmark Saloon and Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. We've done two of these before. And if you've talked to anybody that's attended them or heard anything about it, they're a lot of fun. They are. It's, it's so much fun. And so it's happening Thursday, January 28th, 2016, brought to you courtesy of Small Town Brewery. Small Town Brewery, they're the makers of Not Your Father's Root Beer and Not Your Father's Ginger Ale, which are, it's alcoholic root beer and ginger ale. And it's their actual brewed drinks are so good. Um, the ginger ale with a shot of Jameson, let me just tell you. That's, that was ridiculous. That is damn good. That is so good. And it's we'll be so having good. that on Thursday, January 28th. Yes, we will. And mm. playing some bingo. We'll have a bunch of prizes. It's going to be a great time. And we would love to see everybody who's here in the Portland area or can come here to come on down and hang out with us. So January 28th, 2016. Set that night aside. Uh, sign up is at 6 p.m. We start playing at 6.30 p.m. And it's going to be at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Yep. Yep. So set free. that night aside. And it's free to play. Yeah, yeah it's free free all you have to do is show up and that's how you support and we're us. actually this time so we got asked a bunch of times last time um by people if, if we're gonna have any merch because people were like oh that's awesome you're having an event and don't have merch because i really want to buy some we're gonna bring some merch this we'll have merch too. we will have so merch we will bring there. our merch with us if you want to get a t-shirt or a hat or whatever so yes we will have that there as well yes. just set that date aside january 28th 2016 put it in your day planner yeah, yeah. Do people still they have day planners it's called a phone you put it into your phone, your scheduler. That's what you do. I know that's not what. It's not what you do. I have two gross stories to start off with, but then I have a hug. I have a hug story after that. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dylan. I can barely breathe. Welcome. my world of crazy crazy first up out of california all right there's a theme in these first two stories so if you're feeling a little queasy i'm sorry but this is what happened a california woman has filed a claim against an applebee's restaurant and paso robles after <laughs> <laughs> is that where it is all right yep is it robles uh, you you say it however you want to say it in california a california woman has filed a claim against an Applebee's restaurant in Paso Robles. After she said she found a bloody fingertip inside of her salad. Ew. Thank you. So her name is Kathleen Martin. And Kathleen Martin said that uh, of uh, St. Louis Obispo, I know how to pronounce that one. Wait, what did you just say? St. Louis. St. Louis. It's, it's not. 
You were almost there. You almost had it. Kathleen, you were so close. Kathleen Martin of California said that she was with her husband and child at the Applebee's in December and that everyone ate from her Chinese chicken salad. Now, um, when she was, however, fishing around in her salad for her next bite, she noticed that there was something inside of it. Oh. And it was indeed so gross. the fingertip of a cook who had sliced it off earlier. Wait, he sliced it off earlier and they didn't find it and they just kept going? He thought that it, that it fell on the ground. Who is that unconcerned about their fucking fingertip? They're like, oh, well, whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. Wow. Uh, yeah, so the manager did confirm that the fingertip, in fact, belonged to their cook. A letter from Applebee's says that the restaurant can't force the cook to undergo tests, but uh, it is they are saying that the cook has volunteered to undergo a screening to see if it's their fingertip or not. Can't. Ugh. So uh, the lawsuit is seeking unspecified damages, uh, medical expenses, and lost income. My fingertip would take precedence over whatever job I was working. Well, then you're not very a very hard worker. Sorry. Yeah, I guess so. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not Applebee's material. Finger story number two, and then I'm done with them. Out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. I think uh, it's posted on my Facebook page. So I, I believe it might have been Norm that sent this to me. Is, are this your internal ramblings right now that are... It is Norm. Yep, Norm thoughts, sent it to me. Th- I just want to give credit while around. credit is due. Out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a woman, a South Carolina woman, is facing charges after she was arrested for reportedly... Wait, first of all, what store do you think this happened at? Walmart. All right. Reportedly biting off part of a Walmart employee's finger during an altercation. Now, this woman's name is Carolyn Wright. Carolyn faces assault and battery charges for the incident that started when she tried to take a number of items, and by take I mean steal, from the Seaboard Street Walmart... According to Myrtle Beach Police Report, now officer uh, officers say in the report that when they arrived on the scene, they noticed a piece of a finger on the ground belonging to a loss prevention officer who worked for the Walmart. Now, the victim of that reported, along with another loss prevention officer, that she had attempted to stop Carolyn Wright from leaving the store after they noticed that she was hiding merchandise that she was clearly stealing. Now, Miss Wright reportedly tried to steal condoms, lubricant, panties, a camisole, what? A camisole. What is Bra, that? A camisole is like a, like a, un, like a sexy undershirt for ladies. Like lingerie. It's like lingerie. It's like a sexy lingerie tank top. A camisole. Like a, I think. What is like a nighty? I think that's what it is. Actually, I don't know. Is that what a nighty is? I negligee. What's that mean? I just I don't know. My, my brain isn't really working, so don't ask me questions. I don't know the answers. It's like a silky tank top. Don't try to explain. Lingerie, or I should work at like Victoria's Secret. You would be. We're looking for like a like some lingerie or some negligees. Creepy. You want want, like a silky tank top kind of thing? You know what? You don't even need to try on the bras. These are my these are my boob sizers. Let me just size you up. (laughs) These these hands right here. These are my boob sizers. (laughs) Let me just go ahead and take a look at. I'm trained here. uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Carolyn. Right, yeah. So condoms, lubricant, panties, a camisole, bra, and other clothing items. Um, so at this point, when she was confronted, an altercation ensued. Now, Carolyn Wright was not happy to be stopped, and she allegedly punched.
punched one of the Walmart employees on the side of the head. Whoa. That's when she also reportedly bit down on the other employee's finger. Why was his hand anywhere near her face? I don't know, refusing to let go, ultimately causing a portion of the victim's finger to be bitten Oh my off. god, this is terrible. The customer tried to help by attempting to call 911. According to police reports, the woman dropped her phone, and before she could pick it up, Carolyn Wright, in her crazy rage, grabbed the phone and wouldn't give it back. Now, when the customer reached to get her phone back, Wright uh, apparently grabbed the customer's hair, and in her attempt to free herself, the customer told police she punched Carolyn Wright right in the face. Now, Wright was finally able to get away, but she ran to a vehicle waiting for her outside. Well, she had a getaway car? <clears throat> yeah, there was somebody waiting for her outside. Is it her suitor? I think it might be her, her lover. Yeah. Uh, so the driver... Her companion. Squealed on Wright and told police that Romantic uh, she companion. told him to run and drive. He told police at that point someone was standing in front of the vehicle blocking his way. The police say that the loss prevention officer in the incident required stitches and that her fingertip was not able to be reattached. Don't put your hands near something that can bite your finger off. No. No, it's generally... Like a crazy lady stealing lingerie from Walmart. Don't put your fingers near that. Any openings on that. Just don't do it. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. All right. So now that the finger stories are done... Thank you. The best job ever is available. Well, it's a volunteer job. And I'll end with this one out of Virginia. Uh, This is on a farm in Virginia. So I know we have some listeners that live there. So if you live near Esmont, Virginia... S Esmont, Virginia. That's what it says, it, and I, yeah, I'm like Esmont. That's what it says on it. Esmont, Virginia. Is that near Manassas? Home of I don't McKay know. used books. McKay used McKay books. used books. They're opening up another location. You know. I know. I saw. That's amazing. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, a farm in Virginia has placed an ad searching for volunteers to cuddle baby goats when they're born. Oh my God. You could be a baby goat cuddler. Now, they're anticipating a number of baby, goats. of baby goat births in February, and volunteers at the Caramont Farm in Virginia's county, uh, Abermale County, can sign up for four-hour shifts starting on February 7th when the farm anticipates about 90 baby goats, or as they're called, kids, will be born. It's, now, it's a farm. They know what happens to the goats, right? Now, it's called kidding season. It's fast. I don't even want to listen to you. It's fast approaching. And we're looking for some help. You don't hands. keep 90 goats Beginning around. in early February, we'll, be need, uh, we'll need willing, caring volunteers to assist in cuddling and bottle feeding infant goats, keeping them warm and dry. This is almost cruel. The farm makes goat cheese. Oh, yeah, right. It does. Right. They just have 90 goats around for goat they cheese. They do. They make a lot of goat cheese. Uh huh. So the mothers are, are. What about when they get older and they don't? All right, so the, uh, the farm makes goat so cheese, anymore. so while the mothers are milked, volunteers will bottle feed the kids and warm them by cuddling them and having them wear tiny goat sweaters. No prior experience is required to volunteer, as Caramount Farm employee um, employees say they enjoy letting the public take part in their milking process. We love to have people come in and see the whole process to see where their food comes from. They do not kill the, kill the goats. In they make them you. little sweaters, and, they hug, and you can hug them. And then they take them around behind the barn. They do not. It's a world of crazy. Coincidentally, that stew that's on sale right there. They do not. It's a cheese farm. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're starting to run out of time, and I know... Are you going to feel okay to go to the uh, I have been waiting tonight? for three months for this. I damn well am going to be Because I can sell fine. the ticket. <coughs> Shut if you up. Don't, if you don't want it. Such a dick. All right. So you're going to make it through there. But here's the thing, though. I mean, I know you're excited to see it, but I don't think you really understand what it's about. And this is... Why I wanted to tell you 
Like, and I haven't seen it either. Wait, so how can you tell me about the story? Because it's just like every musical. They're all the same kind of thing. And I can tell even just by this and what I've seen what it's, what it's actually about. I mean, I can tell you. I mean, it's, it's Book of Mormon is the name of it. Do you want, like, some spoilers on what happened? Because I can tell you what's happening. I mean, I, I all right. guess I Here's would like how it to starts know off. something. Book of Mormon. If you have some music, you can play some, you can play some music behind it, too. But, okay, so... <sighs> Here's what it is. So you're not. So there's not going to be any surprises. I don't want you to be disappointed when you go to watch it. So Book of Mormon. It starts off like this. It starts off. It's at a, like an archaeology, uh, archaeological dig. So they're like in like Greece or or somewhere. You know, somewhere in like, like at the beginning of like Jurassic Park. Mm, kind of, but not there. Uh, it's like in Greece. And so there's these two guys, Gary and Steve. They're like the main characters. You see them throughout the whole show. So like Gary and Steve are like archaeologists and they're digging at this ancient burial site and they dig up this thing and they find this tablet and they're looking at this tablet and the tablet has like a bunch of words on it and they don't really underst- understand everything but they can read some of it. And it says, um, it's like, uh, ye who find this tablet, go to the sea at midnight to seek your reward. And then it says Book of Mormon across the top of it. And so they're like, okay, well, this is the, the Book of Mormon. Well, now we've got to find this. We've been working all our lives to do this. So they go to the sea at midnight, and out of nowhere, this... Um, creature this guy like starts walking up out of the water and like whoa what the hell how did you come out of the water out of nowhere and he's got like long hair and a beard and stuff and he like comes out of the water and he's like hello uh you have found the book of my people and they're like no uh are you mormon and he's like no no i'm not my name's not mormon um we're looking for the book of mermen and so it's like the book of mermen is what it is but here's the thing because it was an ancient tablet the the e's they look like o's and so he's like, no, it's the Book of Mormon. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what's your name? And and he's like, well, I could have been you know, something you can't understand. So the guys are like, you know what? We're just going to call you Mormon because uh, you, you're here right now. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm Mormon the Merman. And so... So then, Mormon the Merman, Mormon the yeah. And so, so the but Mormon's like, so his name is Mormon. And so Mormon is like, look, okay, enough of this right now. But we've we've been told of uh, that you would find it. You need to come with me. We're in a hurry. You have found the book of book of my people. And they're like, all right, Mormon, we'll go into the sea with you. And so he goes into the sea, and they have like these magic bubbles that show up so they can breathe under the water. And this is where it's really cool on the stage set because they bring in like a big tank. It's like all done in an aquarium. So they kind of like overdub most of the dialogue because the actors are they have scuba gear on, but you're not supposed to look at the scuba gear. You're supposed to pretend they don't have I it thought on. You're supposed to look at everything. This is behind the scenes, but so they pipe in the dialogue, and so they've got the magic bubbles on. They go down there and they're they're swimming down the sea, and they go to the giant um, like the cat like the the merman castle, and so they go into that. And Mormon is like, I'm going to take you to see the Merman King because you have brought uh, the tablet of our people to us. And so they go and they see the the King of the Merman. And the Merman is like the King King Merman guy. He's like, oh, who doth bring us the magic tablet of our people that we have searched for centuries for? And they're like, it's you know, they're like, oh, well, it's me, Gary, and it's me, Steve. You know, Gary and Steve. Uh, we we found it. We were digging, and we found this thing. And uh, old Mormon here, um, you know, whatever you guys call him, he mm-hmm. told us to bring it to you. And so the 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 Merman King, he's like, we have the prophecy has been. Fulfilled. Uh, the the great warriors are here, and Gary and Steve are like, "Whoa, hold up a minute." Whoa, pal. 
I mean, yeah, we're like rugged archaeological types, but we're not necessarily warriors. He's and and the merman king's like, doesn't matter. You're here now. And you know, there's, there's there's like a big disagreement where the merman is like disappointed for a minute, and they're like, oh, we thought you're going to be warriors, and then he was like, no, we're Gary and Steve, and they're like, well, nonetheless, you are here right now. You must help us, and they're like, help you with what? Mormon and the Merman King and the Merman King is like we have a great battle upon us because oh my God. the shrimp people have are coming for our land and so and then they tell the backstory this is like like the second act of the movie like you get to this so you find out there's going to be a battle then the second act is all about how the merman and the shrimp people have been battling for like centuries you know underwater they all battle for things and the shrimp people they're real shrewd they're real mean they don't care about things they so don't have feelings a shrimp person. Well, kind of. I mean, they just don't care about feelings, and they're like, yeah, and so the shrimp people, uh, they just want all the merman's land or, or sea, seabed. You know, and they want to take it because they, they don't build good things of their own. They want to take all the merman stuff. So the merman are like, we got to defend ourselves from this like evil empire of shrimp people. And Gary and Steve like, all right, we'll help out, but how do we do it? You know, we don't have any weapons. And that's oh when, God. like, the merman, they, they, um, like they're kind of mean in their own way but it's you know it's a hard life under the sea they like take the swords off a swordfish and they like suit up Gary and Steve with like turtle shell armor and they've got like swordfish sword and then they've well no well I guess kind of in a way and then and then they've got like um like uh, like all these weapons, like undersea weapons. So they've got like a blow, f- like a blowfish kind of thing. Okay, is this the you know end? one of those ones where you like a battle? sea urchin? No, and they, I'm talking about how they're Gary and Steve are all suited up. They're the heroes of the show, and so they've got these like like blowfish. They throw them out and then they'll shoot out like shards at, at shrimp people, and they've got like starfish turn into throwing stars, oh. and so and so they go out and they're they're like, okay, we're ready to battle. The the shrimp people and Mormon is like, okay, come with me, Gary and Steve. We will defend our seabeds. And they go out and they battle the shrimp people. And it's a hard battle. Mm. Shrimp people are very tough. Sure. You know, and they can swim a lot better. Sure. So they're swimming all around. So you got to like throw the throwing stars. And pew, pew. All this is taking place in the big aquarium on stage. And so, so Mormon, you know, gets down to the end. Like Gary and Steve actually turned out to be, they, they're pretty good fighters. Mm. And that's what they didn't know they had it in them. And they're about to save it. But then uh, they get pinned down at the last minute um, because the the shrimp people are allied with the octopus and the octopus are holding them down. And the shrimp people are about to kill them. And at the last second, Mormon comes in and he jumps in the way and saves Gary and Steve. But he gets hit. Oh, does he die? <laughs> Spoilers. Whoa. Sorry. Yeah, this is where I was gonna. I was wasn't gonna spoil this for you, but yes, Mormon dies saving them, and so they get to the end. They defeat the shrimp people, and they go back to the Merman King, and he's like, "All hail Gary and Steve! Uh, we shall now uh, write the book of Gary and Steve." And then at the end, they're like, "No, it's not a book of Gary and Steve. It's the book of Mormon, because he saved him." And that's that's the ending of the movie. All hail Mormon! Thank you for ruining it for me. Yeah, Greg. that's Book of Mormon. Yeah. All right, you're right. I'm not excited to see it at all tonight. Yeah. I mean, that's just I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's kind of no-brainer to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a play on words. It's not really about Mormons. You're so weird. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. 
Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. Um, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link and all the other fine links we have there <laughs> to our wonderful sponsors. They're all great. And they all support us, just like you do for listening to yes, our show. thank you so much. Don't forget to post about us on Twitter, at Funemp Radio. Like us on Facebook and all of those things. Coming up today, well, there's Guys and Balls, which will be on uh, the network, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, live at about 7.30-ish. Not sure if McMahonhorn is doing a show or not. I did not talk to Adam yet, so mm-hmm. I will confirm that later. All right. You can was, either confirm nor deny. Yep. That was inner dialogue right there. There we go, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm to laugh because it makes me cough. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Well, Sarah, you have some homework to do, though. We need to find out what that guy's name is. All right. Done and done. Country PI is on the case. Will do. I'll know by tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, my friends. Not the book of Gary and Steve. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.